I did your clarity um, candle once, and like as soon as I lit it, I got the answer. <laughs> see, see, because you're telling you're saying you're telling the universe, okay, I'm ready for the truth. Because before that, we're not necessarily ready for it. We're like, oh, well, maybe kind of sort of. But as soon as you, you're right, it doesn't even take that long because no. just the act of lighting that candle, you are saying, okay, universe, hit me, tell me the truth, show it to me. I'm 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 ready to stop hiding. And it doesn't take that long. And then the universe is like, you got it. <laughs> you didn't want to know before, but I'm going to show you. Like, oh, man, we've been waiting. Yes. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yes. yes. Because otherwise we're like, you know, la, 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 la. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't hear you. I don't hear you. <laughs> I'm Witchy. And I'm Woo. Welcome to the Witchy and Woo podcast with your hosts, Aunt Carla and Emperor Shoshana. Join us each episode as we conjure up conversations about magic, lore, energy, and more. (laughs) So, Aunt Carla, you're always asking me, you're always asking me what's on my mind, what I'm up to, and this time, what's going on with you? What are you excited about this week? I will tell you. These days, I guess I've been I've been fascinated with transformational magic. And let me, let me explain what that is. So I gave myself the goal of writing a new book before Halloween because, you know, because mm-hmm. crazy, because ambitious. Um, and I was thinking originally that I wanted to write a book on spell crafting, like how to create your own personalized spell because that's you know mm-hmm. I do that a lot and you know I have these different master classes so I was going I'd come up with this outline it was like step by step by step by step this is what you need this is what you need and that was that was going great and I was excited about that and then I was reading this book on writing that suggested uh, to get started to write the introduction to your book the final chapter for your book and the chapter that you're the most excited about. So when I started writing the introduction, I realized I'm not writing a book about spellcrafting, although spellcrafting is a part of it. I am really excited about transformational magic. And that is how to use magic to live your best life, how to make these major changes in your life. And I feel that magic is a tool you know it's a tool it's a technology some people use it as therapy and there's so much more to magic than just trying to pay your rent for the month or trying to you know i don't know what what, what, like the small things like we you know we use we can you can definitely use magic for you know just day-to-day things but a lot of us have these bigger goals, these bigger dreams. And I feel like that requires a different kind of level of magic. Because if you're trying to raise money to pay your rent for the next month, you can do a simple spell and boop, boop, boop. Hopefully you'll get the money that you need. Now, if you're saying, okay, I want to buy a house. I want to go back to school. I want to find my soulmate. These kind of goals require multiple steps. It's a, it's like mm-hmm. a process. It's a, it's such a spiritual journey for any of these bigger things because it's not like creating a successful business, for example. There's so many steps involved in that entire process. So instead of being one spell, you're going to be using several 
spells. And some of those spells will be dealing with how to, A, like you will be getting clarity for what it is that you want to accomplish, but then you'll also need spells to uh, remove obstacles. So it's, it's about taking a magical approach to reach those bigger goals. And there is still work involved. I mean, you know, you still have to you know, put the work in, put the effort right. in. And some people might say, well, then if I have to do the work, I mean, then what's, why, why do I even need to do magic? Well, the answer to that is when you have magic as a tool, you know, in your, in your toolbox, in your arsenal, mm-hmm. you are able to create opportunities. You can attract helpful people. You can add that little extra bit or a lot of luck to your journey. So the book I'm writing now is about transformational magic, how to change your life. Things like shadow work magic comes under that. You know, say you've you've been seeing, uh, you might be working with an addiction in your life and you're like, how can I heal myself? Well, you can use magic as a part of your tool. It won't be your only thing that you use, but mm-hmm. you can use it for treating, to, for beating an addiction, for uh, changing your money mindset, for attracting a soulmate or, or relationship that you really want to want to have, a better relationship with your children. Some things, a, a simple spell is not going to be enough. You're going to need a few. You're going to need several. And you're also going to need magic you know, to kind of keep your keep your your spirits up so for me transformational magic is about using magic to create your best life a life that that feels as good as it looks not something that just looks great on on instagram but something that you feel like yes this is this is what i have worked for this is the life that i want and magic is a tool for that so that's that's to me that's what transformational magic is all about Okay. So some interesting things. So to me, it sounds like transformational magic is about transforming your kind of your emotional and mental. Yes. And less to do with the, the, we'll say the tangible, because Mm -hmm. when you're going to get, because yeah, you could do a spell to get the house, but if you are not, um, if you haven't done your shadow work and released those limiting beliefs and those other emotional, mental layers, then you probably won't get the house. Or if you get the house, you only have it for a little bit and probably lose it. Exactly. Exactly. Because we have all these habits that are from self-limiting beliefs. And it's it, there's a lot of psychology involved because it, it's about like looking at ourselves and looking at the places where we aren't honest with ourselves. You know, you know, we might feel, oh yeah, I want to make a lot of money, but then on some level, you believe that people who make a lot of money are dirty and nasty people. And mm-hmm. so there's that, there's that, that disconnect. And then you're like, how come I can't keep more money in my bank account? How come I can't have a stable job? How come I can't make more than X amount of dollars a year? How come I can't, you know, have a solid relationship? There's usually shadows and things like that involved. So there's definitely this huge psychological component but i feel like you can use magic to to help yourself as well as you know doing things like therapy and and other uh you know other other things like that so then you bring up and i don't know if we've talked about this before um shadow work mm-hmm. so people have said shadow work all the time when it first I think we did talk about, we're going to talk about it again. Yes. So um, I think when I first heard about shadow work, I believe, oh my gosh, what was her name? Debbie Ford. 
Um, she was a person in when the uh, law of attraction and those types of personal development things first started, at mm -hmm. least for me, when I started taking notice, she talked about the shadow side. Mm -hmm. And I was always like, what in the Lord is that? <laughs> and um, and I kept hearing it, hearing it, hearing it. It wasn't until I came into um, your group, the Red Soul Flower Facebook group. It was when I started to understand your masterclass, like what shadow work was. So can you talk us a little bit about what is shadow work for those who don't know what that is? Oh, sure. So we all have shadows. You know, there's for, for all of us to be, you know, completely human. You know, we have the light that we that we usually like to share with others or the light that we think that we share but we also have shadow sides none of us are perfect you know we have habits some of us you know are eating cookies at 12 o'clock at night we, you know we're scarfing them down or um we might have like petty jealousies or you know or, or, or so many different things you if you think about it you could probably figure out what it is for you and um and, it, and there may be several things so when you're a little kid and because everything starts when we're little kids, mm -hmm. you know, when we're kids, we are sponges. We, we yeah. see things that are happening and we mm -hmm. take it all in. But the thing is, when we're kids, we also have that kid brain and we will interpret things based. We, uh, we, will, we will interpret these things <laughs> on our little kid brain. And we don't always yeah. know how to understand or process some of the things that have happened. So we might see something happen when we're little kids. Someone might tell us something. We might see something and we will take it as face value or we will come up with some kind of reasoning for it and just go on our merry way. And when we get older, if we don't look at those older, if, if we don't look at those motivations, we will still be acting from that little kid brain. So case in point, let's say, you know, you're a little kid, um, someone says something to you about, oh, you're, you're the smart one, your sister is the beauty one, you know, the, the pretty one. And so mm -hmm. for your for the rest of your life, on some level, you're thinking, well, I'm not really pretty, I'm the smart one. And mm -hmm. you might find yourself uh, feeling like you're not that attractive. And when you could be just as pretty, if not prettier, but because mm -hmm. of this thing that someone said that you took on without, without really thinking about it or reframing it, you will take it on and later on in life think, oh, I am so unattractive and you won't know why. Or um, so that's one thing. Another could be self-limiting beliefs when it comes to money. You might have been raised in a family where people will say, oh, money is dirty. People who are rich, they did bad things to get it. And then when you get older, you'll find yourself blocking or self-sabotaging yourself when it comes to make more money, because on some level, you have taken on that belief that people who make money or people who are wealthy are, you know, dirty, nasty, uh, without integrity, all these other things. And then you and then you, then you find yourself in these situations where, gosh, you know, I can't seem to make more than X amount of dollars. Why is that? And if you go back and, and look at those memories or look at those old beliefs, they're self-limiting beliefs. And that's really what it is. The shadows are the self-limiting beliefs that were created when we were younger. And when we look at our lives now as adults, we look at what are the things that aren't working in our life? Because there's, there's often a place or places 
where we keep getting stuck and we don't know why. But other people might be able to look at you and see it because they're not you. And that's the other thing. It's a shadow. You can't see your shadow. You can never mm -hmm. see your shadow, but other people can sometimes see your shadow. So when you dig deep and you look at, okay, so I keep having problems in this area. Why might that be? And then you, you know, or things might trigger you and you don't know why. So it's just looking at those different issues and healing and, and healing them. They're just old wounds, old limiting beliefs that need to be updated. So what shadow work is all about is just following the patterns or looking for the patterns so you can heal them and change your life going forward. But a lot of people don't necessarily want to do that work or they're afraid to do that work. And also mm -hmm. there's things like, you know, if you've grown up with any kind of abuse or trauma, that is also going to be a large factor in your future you know, in your future development, your future life. So a lot of it involves, you know, going back to those, those old stories, those old happenings and learning how to reframe them so you can heal yourself and move forward and have the life that you want. And, you know, for some people they're like, mm, I'd rather not. And I understand <laughs> that, but you know, it's, it's like when it comes to magic and I, I often, I have no, I, I love to be transparent about this one because I always say that my love spells always worked. You know, I was able to get relationships, but until I, I worked on my shadows, I was just attracting all kind of the wrong guys. I just would attract mm -hmm. them over and over and over again. So on one level, my magic was working, but on a psychological level, I wasn't getting what I wanted. So the only way to make that change was for me to go and do that shadow. work. So it's like, you know, you're like, I want to have a certain kind of outcome in my life. I want to have a certain kind of lifestyle. I want to do certain things in my life. I want to go back to school. I want to start a business. I want to do these things. And when you find yourself getting stuck over and over and over again, it's time to look at why that is. And that's what transformational magic is all about. It's, it's okay. magic and psychology. Awesome. So it's really, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can get with that. So now, now that we, now that we know what shadow work is, and also, I feel shadow work is not to, not necessarily like a limit or, or uh, eliminate the things, the the things that you think are bad or challenging. I think it's also about like understanding and integrating it, and understanding yes. and forgiving yourself for what you didn't know. Yes, that's it. That's absolutely it. Yeah, it's not about shaming yourself. It's about understanding and integrating it yeah because you know we're as humans we're like onions we're always unpeeling new layers and and we're always going to be learning things about ourselves that is just you know what is it we are spiritual beings having a human experience you know <laughs> yes and yes and so even if you do shadow work on a like it's going to oh you're always going to be learning about yourself hopefully if you're paying attention to yourself so it's not like you do shadow work or you do that transformational work once and then you're done it just means you just peeled another layer as you're saying with the onions and now you've gotten now you're somewhere else and that and i think that's encouraging because it means like you're growing to even know that you're getting to that next layer because if you peeled it off and then nothing happened it's like okay well are you are you still working are you still growing 
And that's just the thought that just came to me. Well, but you are. We are always growing. We are always growing until we're not, you know, until yeah. until life is over. And because there's always something to learn. And I don't, I don't and I don't mean that you're always going to be having these really traumatic memories. And oh, my God, my life right. is. That's not what I mean. There's so much about life that we have to explore and learn. There's so much out there. Oh, my God, it's wonderful. And it never ends, but we have to be open to it. And if we're not, then we, we lose out a lot of those, those experiences and lessons. Yes, I think that it's very important that you said that, but also saying that shadow doesn't mean you ha- it has to be traumatic. Correct. Like just just things that have happened as you're growing up and you're just realizing that, oh my gosh, I had this limiting belief or, oh my goodness, this thing is, I've been trying to do this and this is not working for me. And then going in to look at it doesn't mean that, doesn't mean anything horrible has to have happened to you. It's just, just a block, just something that you didn't realize was holding you back, but you're taking the time now to go and, and explore it and see what happens. Yes. Yes. This reminds me of a story I heard. So, and it's not exactly shadow work, but it gives you an idea. So okay. there was this woman, she was newly married and her husband she was making a ham for her husband and so she went she brought out the pan she cut off the sides of the ham and then she stuck the ham in the oven and she baked the ham and and made it you know it was great but there's like these two hunks of of ham on the other side that she just threw out and so her husband asked her well why did you why do you make ham like that? And she's like, well, that's the way my mom always did it. So after doing this a couple of times, the ham was great, but the whole process of cutting off the side was just like weird. So uh, one day they were having dinner with, uh, with the in-laws, with her parents. And she was asking her mom, like, so, so why, why did you make the ham? Why did you cut the ham off before, you know, b- before baking it? And she's like, Oh, well, I only had that. I only had that size pan. So like she, Mm. she had a small pan and she cut off the sides of the ham and she would throw out the rest. And it wasn't that there was like any special method to it. But at that time, that was the only pan that they had in the house. So the Mm -hmm. daughter learned how to make the ham like that, not questioning why. So it's like that. It's like we do things because that's the way it's always been done. So we got a question. Yes. Uh, like our last um, podcast, use your discernment, mm-hmm. even, even with yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. With yourself. Exactly. Um, I was thinking of something. So then let's say, do you have any ideas of like, or did you want to share of like, how do we start with transformational that? Like, what does that look like? Well, I think it's about being honest with yourself and asking yourself, what would be what would your ideal life look like? Like, what do you really want? Like, what do you, Mm -hmm. what would make you, what would you feel is your best life? What is creating your living your best life? What does that look like? And it might be living in a, in a different part of town. It might be living in a house versus an apartment. It might be having a better relationship with your children, your parents. Um, It could be having a particular kind of job. But once you understand what that is that you really want, it's about 
how to make that connection from where you are now, you know, assessing where you are now and how to get to that, that place where you want to go. And it's going to mean, you know, doing, it's going to take some effort, but it's going to take some thought. Like what's the thing that is limiting you? Because most of these mm-hmm. things that we've ever wanted in life, we've wanted them before, you know, like, oh, I really want to lose 25 pounds, mm-hmm. you know, and someone might be saying that for years and years and years. But if you really want that, if you, you know, but if this is like a true wants, not just something you're saying, then you're going to have to look at, okay, I haven't reached that goal before because X, Y, and Z and figuring out what X, Y, and Z is, and then Mm -hmm. making effort to, to move those obstacles out of your way. And of course it's, there's, there's going to be all kinds of reasons why. And when you look at it, you're not going to like them, (laughs) but it's about Okay, I'm ready. Like, like, say you've always wanted to lose those 25 pounds, but um, you didn't have to, or it was just because sometimes we want to want things. We say okay, that we want a particular goal. So let's work this out. I want to lose 25 pounds. Okay. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right. So you might say that, and thing is, like, we we say a lot of things, and um, we say things, but we don't necessarily mean it. You know, we might be like, oh yeah, yeah, I want to, you know, I'm still trying to lose that 25 pounds from the baby, you know, and like the baby's 17 years old now. So, uh, so there's something that you haven't been doing in those seven, those past 17 years to lose those 25 pounds. So you can ask, yeah. So 25 pounds you want to lose. Now then, you haven't lost them because you're getting a lot, there's a payoff to not working on losing those 25 pounds. And one of those payoffs mm-hmm. will be just because you enjoy eating, <laughs> you know, you, you enjoy having ice cream and, and uh, you just, you don't really want the effort. You don't want to have to be disciplined. Let me try coaching you on that. Okay. 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 So let's say you want to lose 25 pounds. Yeah. First, I want to lose 25 pounds by the end of the year. By the end of the year. Okay. So one of the things I will ask you is why? Why why is it important to you? It's important to me because I want to feel better in my body. All right. Now, what is different now than, you know, you've been saying this for a while or you're coming to me now because, you know, you've hired me as a coach, let's say. You've hired me because you really want to do it. What has changed in your life? you can come up with something. There's a reason now. There's like a new reason. I want to start dating. Okay. That's a good one. All right. So you want to start dating now you, that even in itself is like a a possibly possible limiting belief because Mm -hmm. you don't have to lose weight in order to date. You know, you could also find someone who will love you and be crazy about you exactly how you are. So also look at like, look at that. Is that the real reason? Um, or is that a reason enough to, to make you move forward? But what if it's a reason like your doctor said, mm-hmm. like you need to lose 25 pounds for some reason. Now that, that's yeah. also a, a really compelling reason because we have to find a compelling reason for you to do it. For some people, dating might not be enough, but maybe it is. So, mm-hmm. um, so I would also, right, so if we're doing this magically, 
yeah. one of the first things I always want to do is offer that you do like a clarity candle. Clarity is like, what do you need to know mm-hmm. about this, this goal of losing 25 pounds? Like, what, what is that about? And so you do a clarity candle and then you start to have aha moments because when the, when you burn a clarity candle, that's you saying, mm-hmm. I want to know what I really need to know. And that includes the things that I have been hiding from. So some of the things that might come up during a clarity mm-hmm. candle is you might have thoughts like, if I lose the weight, I won't be safe. It's because some people hide by, mm-hmm. you know, by keeping themselves at a, um, at a certain weight. So like maybe they might've had an experience even, you know, in their teens or something where something might've happened to them and they felt, uh, they felt like they were a target because they had lost, because they had, because they were smaller. So they thought that maybe mm-hmm. extra weight um, kind of keeps them safe or that makes them in, in more invisible, shall we say. Um, someone else might have, they might get a aha moments about, um, uh, I don't really want to, you know, I mean, you might just have, I mean, so there, there could be different reasons, but let's just say that clarity candle, the first thing, it gives you all of these different truths about yourself, why you don't want to lose the weight or why you haven't done it yet. Yeah. And, and at that point, it's like, you see these things that you cannot unsee. And then at that point you have to think about, okay, how do you feel about that? And if there are any kind of wounds related to these aha moments, then you want to heal them. Now, Mm -hmm. healing them might mean um, you might have some heart healing and then you can do candles for that. You Mm -hmm. might want to see a therapist because like, you know, this isn't just magic and poof, everything goes away. You might um, you might have uncovered some trauma during this time that you see like, okay, I need to also work on that. So I feel safe to Mm -hmm. lose the weight. Um, Let's see. And then you need to, you might need to get some motivation going. So, so if it's, if it's something that especially traumatic, you might need to create some motivation in your life to get to get the party started, shall we say. Yeah. So then I would recommend some kind of motivation uh, candle. I love motivation candles, like red candles on a Tuesday. And, <laughs> you know, and it's sort of like that gets it, do that in tandem with starting a diet and an exercise mm-hmm. um, routine and repeating that is necessary. But also looking at things like who are the people around you who are reinforcing bad habits, shall we say, Mm -hmm. you know, so you might be hanging out with, uh, you know, you might have friends that who, who like you the size that you are. And they're also enabling you because you're all eating cookies together or eating like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're like just having a great time. If you're going to make these changes, you might have to bring other people in your life. You might need, mm-hmm. to, you know, if you're like, okay, I'm going to go start going to the gym, you know, you might have some friends who will be like, I don't know who she thinks she is, mm-hmm. like, you know? So you might have to seek new friends who are also in the same frame of mind who also want to change, you know, or you might, you know, or maybe you might, one of your friends might say, you know what, I'm with you. Let's do this together. And that mm-hmm. might also help, uh, 
you know, so your friendship could also be transformed to being, you know, accountability partners. You're like, okay, we're going to go to the gym together. We're going to start this diet together. And that could also happen when you like, when you get that, when you get that clarity on what you want to do and realizing, okay, who are the people in my life who are helping? Who are the people who are not helping? And sometimes it also includes uh, maybe doing like a cord cutting to, uh, remove certain people from your life and that's you know that's also you can call call that shadow work or i don't know what you want to call that exactly but there's that thing where not everyone in your life is here for your good Mm -hmm. i mean they or they they're kind of or maybe they're more like um good time charlies (laughs) like (laughs) as long as as long as things are fun and lighthearted, they're around Mm -hmm. but when the going gets tough they're nowhere to be found or when you say, you know what, I'm ready to start making more money in my life. There will be friends who are like, mm, oh, I don't know who she thinks she is. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to find other people who are who are in alignment with that kind of lifestyle. So, mm-hmm. so losing 25 pounds isn't just losing 25 pounds. It's about mm-hmm. getting clarity around why you haven't done it yet. It's also about... Uh, is there is there any trauma or anything that has to be dealt with? It's about looking at your your circle, your inner circle. Who are the people around you who are helpful? Who are the ones who are not helpful? And possibly cutting cords with them so you are free to do what you need to do. Um, there's also there may be some healing that has to like when you when you uncover any kind of wounds, you may need to do some healing, and then you will mm-hmm. have to do some changing habits, you know, things like, okay, well, you know, I've started my diet. I have, you know, some, some helpful friends around me, but I'm going to have to continue. I'm going to have to be committed to continue this process. Because again, it's not just an overnight 25 pounds in one day is not going to happen, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in order to main and, and even to maintain it, once you make that goal what's going to stop mm-hmm. you from like oh i lost it i'm separating i'm, I'm celebrating now with with a cake you know cake, right do, yeah like you know we, we see that too so it's about choosing to commit to that goal even after but during the process but also after you've reached that goal so there's the clarity part there's the healing part um there's releasing people habits, Mm -hmm. limiting beliefs, and creating, uh, and and having a commitment in your life to keep those good habits going forward. So, and for all those different pieces, there are magical spells that are, that are related to that. So that's, that's, that's how you can use transformational magic. So it also just helps you because like when you're trying to do these things, it's, it, they're not easy. They're not overnight. They take longer than a month. So you need to break down this process into miniature steps and miniature spells. So that's how you bring extra, I don't want to say luck, but extra resolve to your journey. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Extra, that extra energy. Yes. Yes. Positive boost energy. Um, Yeah, definitely makes sense. So I I was thinking as you were saying the clarity spells, like a whole lot of like shadow work could come from that when you're getting clear on those things. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like there's so many levels to it. That's why it's transformational because, you know, just to get $500 to pay your rent, that's that's great. But that doesn't change you in the big picture. 
if, right. if you're doing like a clarity candle and all of this stuff comes up, you're going to be like, oh, oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, like there's a relationship that you want to be in, for example, and you get a clarity candle and find out that the person that you're in love with, they're not really in love with you. And you're like, oh, what am I going to do with that? You know? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> clarity is about really being being clear, getting clear on what it is that you want. And also what are the things that are in the way of you, you know, getting what you want. And for, and for every stage of this process, you're going to feel a way about it. And, but that's okay. This is how we grow. It's all a spiritual journey. So I'm just using, I'm using magic as a tool of transformation in addition to what other, whatever other tools you might be using. So this is why they say um, when you're setting intentions with the new moon mm -hmm. that you don't look for it to be to come to fruition until the full moon of that sign. So as we're taping, as we're as we're taping, that's the old word. As we're recording, <laughs> yes. um, this with so the new moon in Virgo. So if you mm -hmm. set intentions with new moon in Virgo, whatever you're working on, if you're looking to lose that weight or get that relationship or travel or make your business profitable it wouldn't come to fruition as long as you're doing the work, doing the clarity, the transformational magic, it wouldn't come to fruition. You wouldn't see progress until the full moon in Virgo. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that could be four or six months. Um, so that I think is important to know because I know a lot of people, they set intentions, even me when I first started sure. setting intentions on the first, on the you know first day of the new moon cycle. And then, okay, well, it should be done by the full moon or yes. before the new moon. I'm like, yes. well, how's that going to work? It can't work that fast. And when you're thinking about it, you're stressed for me. I stressed out because there was no way there's enough time for my business to make a million dollars in less than 28 <laughs> days. <laughs> so you just stress all the magic out of it. So if you are one of those people who are thinking that, just know that it takes time. And, you know, as the process that you laid out, I think you said clar getting clarity, mm -hmm. then uh, healing and releasing and then committing. Yes. Um, and I think that I, I, I like that process. And as you're saying, I'm like, well, there's something that I can light a clarity candle for myself. So. <laughs> well, you know, well, we all can, you know, <laughs> but yeah, you know, but I, clarity candles are so one of those things that when I first started, when I first learned about them, I didn't like doing them, but I liked having done them. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. And then after I know, I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, okay. Okay. Because like, once you see something and you can't unsee it, that yeah. gives you, there is such strength in that, in, in that clarity, because we avoid things sometimes. Like yes. There's things that we just don't want to see. And do you understand how much energy it takes to avoid stuff? You're like, no, I, I really don't want to ask that guy if he really likes me. I don't really want to, I don't really want to have that conversation. I just want to, you know, keep hanging out with him, but I, I don't mm -hmm. want to ask him if he has a, another girlfriend. I don't really want to ask that question, <laughs> but then you, then you do this candle, you do a clarity candle, then you happen to see him, you know, holding hands and kissing some other girl. And you're like, Oh my God. You, know, you can't say it's a sister or whatever. And then, but the thing is, once you know that truth, you yeah. can work with that. It might hurt. And I'm just saying a clarity candle is going to be that dramatic, but I'm just saying when you, it, you can get just like, it might be a aha moment that comes to you in a dream or just like suddenly during the day. And once you know that it's so you're able to move forward with your life and, you know, so depending on what the question you're asking, um, you can at least know that once you know what gets your answer, then you can move on. 
Yes. And I believe that if they want the clarity candle spell we've been talking about, it's in the red soulful, soulful, soulful. I always want to say soulful. Red soul flower, red soul flower. (laughs) It probably is in the red soul flower, but I I teach a a magical group on Facebook, but I I teach it a lot. I teach a lot in in different classes. Like I think I've taught it in the ancestor, (laughs) the ancestor contact. I've taught it in uh, shadow work. I've probably taught it in spellcraft as well because it's such a, it's, it's a, it's a good, like all round candle. I, you know, because yeah. I'm all about the clarity. You know, it's it's like now when you see the light, you can't unsee it. So I think to be a powerful magician, there's no room for lying to yourself. Yeah, I did your clarity um, candle once, and like as soon as I lit it, I got the answer. <laughs> see, see, because you're telling you're saying you're telling the universe, okay, I'm ready for the truth. Because before that, we're not necessarily ready for it we're like oh well maybe kind of sort of but as soon as you you're right it doesn't even take that long because you just the act of lighting that candle you're saying okay universe hit me tell me the truth show it to me i'm 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 ready to stop hiding and it doesn't take that long and then universe (laughs) is like you got it (laughs) you didn't want to know before but i'm gonna show you like oh man we've been waiting (laughs) that's what i thought Yes, because otherwise we're like, you know, I don't hear you. I don't see you. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah. So if you, if you are ready to know, I always say even before the clarity cancels, uh, candle is like, if you don't want to know the answer, don't ask the question. And that is what exactly. I live by. Exactly. And so, if, so the clarity candle, if you do not want to know the answer, don't ask the question. You will get it. And it doesn't mean you'll get it as soon as you light it, but as you said, it could be later on, the answer will be revealed to you and you'll be like, I don't think I really wanted to know that. Yeah. But <laughs> it could be, but it also could be something good. Like say there's like two different, you're you're looking at two different jobs, you know, or true, should I true? Should I stay or should I go? And then you it could just give you like, okay, this is what I needed to know. Okay, now I can accept this job offer, knowing that you know this is the right thing for me. You are absolutely right. You can use it for something that's po- that positively you want to know. Most of the yes. time it's like something and I'm like, all right, I know this. Because you, a lot of times I feel for myself, I know what the answer is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, I just don't really want to know, but I'm like, okay, I need to know because I'm letting it overthink or whatever. And then, then it is what I thought it was, or maybe, you know, a little different, but you can use it for something that's po- positive results. Yes. And, you know, and you just said something. I think a lot of the times we do know the answer. Mm-hmm. We do. We just don't want to see it just yet. Or like you said, or we might be overthinking and all that overthinking and overanalyzing. We get yeah. lost in the, the fog. But I think all of us, especially, you know, as, as spiritual people, witches, mm-hmm. wizards, magicians, whatever you want to call yourself, you know, we have that intuition. And, you know, lighting a clarity candle is just saying, OK, all right, intuition, tell me I'm ready. Yep. I'm ready. I'm ready for the real answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So, okay. So transformational magic is a lot. I thought um, when you were talking about it, I thought the phrases just sounded, it sounded complicated and it's, oh. there's a lot of steps to it, but it's yeah. not complicated or difficult. I mean, maybe emotionally, depending on what yes. it is. Yes. Um, but I, I can see it's, it's benefits. And so you said this, you're, this is going to be in your book. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to need a step-by-step. For <laughs> yes, this, so. I'm giving step-by-step. And, you know, it's it's like uh, 
any, any of the things that you want, you know, cause I mentioned, um, addiction, for example, you know, say you're addicted to a substance or, or food or, you know, something like that, mm-hmm. you know, to change that habit, to get out of that lifestyle, it requires you to be a new person. I don't mean that mm-hmm. anything is wrong with the person that you are, right. but it's like, you're going to have to change some things about yourself in order to get into alignment with these kind of new habits or even something like debt. Let's say, you know, you've been spending all your money on shoes and now you're like, okay, I want to buy a house now, but my credit is in the toilet and I have no money saved. How do I make that change? You're going to have to change. You're going to have to change some things about yourself because you can't buy a house with a closet full of, you know, Louboutins, you know, or monolithic, <laughs> you know. Um, so you're going to have to change your behaviors. Mm-hmm. So it's going to involve, it's going to require you being the kind of person who doesn't spend all their money on shoes. You're going to be, you're going to need to be that person that saves their money. You're going to have to be that person that says no to things where you had said yes before. Mm-hmm. So it's, this is about transforming you into a new version of yourself. Again, I think I'm saying nothing was wrong with you, but you just need to get some new habits, some new mindset, some new beliefs that enable you to get to where you want to go next. Right. And you can imagine you can use that. Right. Because as you are right now, it's not getting you to where you, the thought process that you have now is not getting you to where you want. So you have to think about, okay, well, if that is not working, what I'm doing right now is not working, then I need to do something else. And so what would that person who wants to get that house, who wants this different life, what would they do? Yes. Yes. And then do that. Yes, exactly. And so, music magic. Like, uh, yeah, sprinkle a little magic on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always, always. All right. Well, I think that uh, we have covered everything for transformational magic. Do you have a title yet? A working title or anything? Working title is You Are the Spell, A Guide to Creating a Magical Life. Ooh, okay. All right. Thank you. I like that title. So um, look out, um, Magicians, Witches, Divine People. That book is coming out um, on Halloween, if you or you may call it Samhain, October mm-hmm. 31st, 2021. So that is exciting. Yes. Looking forward to that. So guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. And so now that you know about transformational magic, you can go look up um, some for yourself, some shadow work. Also, be prepared for Aunt Carla's book and go out there and make something magical happen. Thanks for listening to us. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you love this episode, and we know you did, please share and tell all your spiritual friends. If you have a question or comment, or just want to tell us how fantabulous we are, please send all praise to witchyandwoo at gmail. That's W-I-T-C-H-Y-A-N-D-W-O-O at gmail.com. You can also join the Red Soul Flower Magic Family Facebook group to continue the conversation. Until next time, may your manifestations come to fruition.